Let us be attentive. Timothy, my son, you have observed my teaching, my conduct, my aim in life, my faith, my patience, my love, my steadfastness, my persecutions, my sufferings, what befell me at Antioch, at Iconion, and at Lystra, what persecutions I endured, yet from them all the Lord rescued me. Indeed, all who desire to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted, while evil men and impostors will go on from bad to worse, deceivers and deceived. But as for you, continue in what you have learned and have firmly believed, knowing from whom you learned it, and how from childhood you have been acquainted with the sacred writings, which are able to instruct you for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. Peace be with you, the reader. from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The Lord said this parable, two men went up into the temple to pray, one a Pharisee, and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself, God, I thank you that I am not like other men, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give tithes of all that I get. But the tax collector standing far off would not even lift up his eyes to heaven, but beat his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other, for everyone who exalts himself will be humbled. But he who humbles himself will be exalted. Peace be to you who proclaim the gospel. Praise to you, Lord. 
once once the altar. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Christ is in our midst. God, I thank you that I'm not like other men. These were the words of the publican. No, they weren't. Right? They were the words of the Pharisee. Thank you that I'm not like other men. We know what follows. Lord have mercy, we may say. Not the Lord have mercy that the Pharisee, but I'm talking about the Lord have mercy. You know, when you're surprised at something, it goes with the roll of the eyes, left to right, right to left, not the same thing. Lord have mercy. We know about the prayer, so our reaction may be just that. Lord have mercy. Oh my goodness, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, oh my God. Some of you may understand this reference. Oh my God, oh my Lord, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, the sinner. That is the spirit in which the publican said the words, God, have mer be merciful to me, a sinner. That was a very private moment and private time for those two who went to the temple to play, to pray, to play, sorry. Who went to the temple to pray, not public worship like we are today, this very moment, but rather for their personal prayer. So each of them were having that personal, intimate time with God by conversing with Him. Only that one did not quite do that. This is a little bit in contrast to the theme for this weekend when we come together to play and now to pray. And even the sport that we enjoyed and will still enjoy this weekend is a team sport. During the keynote speech, and we thank our presenter for doing such a great job, I have no doubt inspiring many, hopefully all of us in some way or another. The point was made toward the end of that speech of three important things to help us along this path to the summit to Christ. Each other, we need the community, our community of the faithful especially. We need our guides. We may not even realize, but we are guided by other people, and sometimes we don't even notice who we are guided by because the guides we often follow are not the guides we choose, but the guides that we are attracted to because of one reason or another. So we follow and we imitate and we don't even realize it. 
much like when parents think that they want to commit themselves to do a good job parenting, not realizing that they're parenting more during the times they don't even know through what they do and how they do what they do. Guides. And we were being encouraged yesterday to be intentional to pay attention to choose our guides and to realize who the guides are, starting indeed with our bishop, as was mentioned, our priests, our spiritual fathers, our family, our friends. These can be our guides. Again, we're talking about interacting with each other and seeing so seeing young people in the church today, I encourage you today, if you don't know your priest well enough, approach him and talk to him. Nourish, seek out that relationship with your priest and your spiritual father. Every priest around the altar today is here and available for you. The quality of any one priest is not determined by how much hair he may have. <laughs> Thank God. But each one of them are here for you. They can be that guide. If you're a young adult, if you're a young person, nourish that relationship. We can help each other bring the other and the self closer to Christ, that being the third. Christ helps us toward Christ. I don't know why I just repeated what Paul Kara said yesterday, but I wanted to really emphasize it. It's important. And this weekend, we focused on that togetherness. We were together so much, enjoying each other's company, on the court and off the court, and it's a good thing, even though it may cause you to lose your voice, as I have somewhat. But just as important, and the right guides will point you toward things that we can do individually on this path toward Christ. And prayer is one of them. In this gospel reading, the publican and the Pharisee, we know that the Pharisee, they were men who were admired because indeed they were of high stature. They were known for how diligent they were about following the law. But it's not enough. He, they may have been perceived as being righteous, a Pharisee, as the name would imply, they were set aside because they were, they were different. They were good at what they did. But now, in this personal time with God, he did not do well. Those four words, God, I thank you, were about the only good part of that prayer. God, I thank you. And then it continues, that I'm not like other men other men. So instantly he is comparing himself. This is why the gospel reading says 
He prayed thus with himself. He wasn't really conversing with God as we should during our personal prayer. He wasn't coming to him with a pure heart. Rather, he starts by saying, Lord God, I thank you that I'm not like other men, extortioners, the unjust, adulterers, even lists the kind. And then it gets a little more personal. He says, I thank you that I'm not even like this man over here. Not good. Or at least not enough. Bringing thanks to God for everything we do is important. You'd likely have heard this in the past. When we pray to God, we're always encouraged to remember three things. I mention this a lot to our children, to our young adults, and to others, and I remind myself to bring thanks to God for everything. If we took the time every evening to thank God and take a minute or two to reflect back on the day and then list a few things that we're thankful for that day, it would be good for us in our attempt to nourish an attitude of gratitude, list the blessings that we have in our lives. Ask then for forgiveness, number two, forgive me. Number three, ask for help, help me. Thank you, forgive me, help me. This is how we pray. And we can get as specific as we want. But we need that pure and humbled heart. You heard the words, a broken and a contrite heart, these, O oh God, you will not despise. They're from the scriptures, they're for us. A broken and a contrite heart, a humbled heart. The gospel reading of today says that he who tries to exalt himself will be humbled, but he who humbles himself will be exalted above all. We need that humble heart, like the publican, the one who was perceived to be a sinner, and thankfully for him, and thankfully for us, he was able to see it himself. He was able to see his weaknesses, but lucky for us, as we heard even yesterday, being reminded that God says, my strength is made perfect in your weakness. The publican of today, dear brothers and sisters in Christ, was able to acknowledge that, all of that. And we hear and we know, like the scripture said, he could not even look up in his prayer he couldn't even look up, and he says, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. O Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Cleanse me, a sinner. The Jesus prayer, we truncate it further, and we get to the shortest form of it, Lord, have mercy. The very prayer we say numerous times throughout every Orthodox service throughout the world. His physical posture was such that he was humble. God, have mercy on me, a sinner, as he beat his chest, he said. That is prayer. We don't need, we do not need a lot of words. We just need that humble and pure heart. Picture now, I ask you, the 
Pharisee, what do you think his posture was like? I don't know about you, but when I hear the words, God, I thank you that I'm not like other men. I kind of picture him standing up and looking down, right? God, I thank you that I'm not like other men. Extortioners, unjust, and the adulterers, even like this man here, he was boastful. So dear brothers and sisters in Christ, I want to remind you, as I try to remind myself, I want us to be reminded today in a very real way that we're all in the danger to be just like that Pharisee. To be boastful and not even to realize our weaknesses. We're called to be like the publican, acknowledging our sinfulness, acknowledging our weakness, knowing that in God, that is true strength. The ability to have that pure, humbled heart so that we can converse in a good and meaningful way with God first and also with each other. This weekend is beautiful because we come together. And I know that on the court, sometimes things can get intense. And our way of communicating with each other may not even necessarily always be the best or at least as good as it could be. But I'll have you know that I've witnessed beautiful things on the court and off the court. One example I'll share with you. During one of the games, I'll give you this much. It was a, gaze, a game a ga uh, amongst the ladies' teams. And the Annunciation team, the ladies didn't win. They played twice the same team, and twice they lost. But they worked hard to make me proud, and everyone else from our parish. They lost to the hosting parish here. But I find out after that they made friends while even on the court, while losing this game of basketball. How important could it be, right? It's not the game itself, but it's the time together. And I learned that while on the court, because, you know, you two have seen some excel in their skill, others do not. I knew better than to get on the court myself to play because I got no skill when it comes to basketball. But there are some who really know what they're doing, others not so much. So apparently one of the players says to the opposing team, maybe I can have a shot too. You only say this in practice usually, don't you? So the opposing team, the one that we were playing against, and that's the hosting team here. I said, sure, no problem. We'll make it look like so you can have a shot too. And sure enough, it was accomplished. That the opposing team found it in their hearts to be kind enough, hey, to see it's not about who wins so much, but rather about that relationship with that person that time, that communication to where 
you try and do something good for somebody else who actually had the courage to ask on the court of all times during the actual game. And that desire, that wish, that good thing was fulfilled. This is how we communicate, dear brothers and sisters in Christ, being able to see each other and hear each other, care for each other, provide for each other when we can. And that is well-pleasing to the Lord. Now, by this, and I'm not sure, I hope that the young men who will be playing the championship and the adults and the kids who will be playing the championship game tonight, I suppose we cannot expect them to say, here, opposing fellow Orthodox Christian, shoot at the hoop. Maybe you'll score against us. No, no, we don't expect that. But we expect the kindness toward each other. And it, it can only start to get better when we choose to start with the self. Let us, dear brothers and sisters in Christ, remember this Sunday of the publican of the Pharisee as the day that we try to do a little better, intentionally making efforts to become like and be like the publican and not the Pharisee. Amen.